Snap Studios. Ring, ring the bell. Jimmy's in the well. Who threw him in? Well, you know, let's not focus on that right now. (laughs) You've crossed over the spook. This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Support for Snap Judgment presents Spooked comes from Odoo. Tired of relying on disconnected software to manage your business? Then you need Odoo. Odoo is an all-in-one management platform with a suite of user-friendly applications designed to simplify and connect every aspect of your company in one easy-to-use software so you can get more done in less time. To learn more, visit odoo.com slash spooked. That's O-D-O-O dot com slash spooked. Odoo, because amazing employees deserve amazing software. From KQED and PRX, you've crossed over to Spooked. I have a friend with a magic power. At least it's magic to me, see? No matter what, cloud cover, midnight, thunderstorm, whatever, Richard can always point north. You can blindfold him, spin him around, call him names, whatever it is you want to do. Give him a minute. And this fool is going to raise his hand and point due north. It's weird. Spooky. He always knows exactly where he is. I never know where I am. Ever. Perhaps the good thing about being lost is that you don't know to turn around. You don't know to be scared. Even when you're going the wrong way. Spook stars.
ignorance can be bliss. There are those of us who wander without care, but reality slams into us all. We're about to hear from Umberto Moncayo. He's 20 years old, and all he wants to do is hang out with his friends. Have fun. Well, Spook producer Zoe Frigno has a story. Humberto was living in a small town in Colombia called Popayan. They call it the white city of Colombia because most of the buildings are painted white. It's on the rainforest, so it rains a lot. So there is a lot of rivers. The town is surrounded by mountains. So it's like a little paradise. There is also a lot of old customs, like old beliefs. Very, very religious. There is a special week every year, which is the Holy Week. And there is a lot of traditions in that week. One of the traditions is that one day, Holy Thursday, a lot of the people in the town, they go up to this mountain. The mountain is called Las Tres Cruces, which means the Three Crosses. They go together with candles, singing songs, doing prayers, all the way up to the top of the mountain. They do this in honor to marry the Virgin. Umberto decided to go to the Holy Week procession with his two best friends, Jairo and Mauricio. We grew up in the same neighborhood. We used to do a lot of things together all the time. We were very adventurous and extremely, extremely cocky. The festivities start early in the afternoon. The whole city starts getting a lot of excitement. By about 7 p.m., when it gets dark, people start walking up to the mountain. All the roads from my house to the mountain, it was full of people with candles. Umberto and his friends joined the crowd, but they weren't exactly thinking about the Virgin Mary. We're thinking on meeting girls. That was the goal. At first, the guys were having a lot of fun people watching. Everybody's talking and yelling and praying, and some people are crying, some people are happy. But the procession was really crowded. And after a while, Umberto started to get frustrated with how slow it was. I say, hey, you guys want to take a different path to go up to the mountain? And then my two friends say, yeah, let's do it. Because what better way to meet girls than by leaving the party? So when they reached the base of the mountain, they broke off from the crowd and headed into the woods. 
We start climbing. Getting away from them more and more and more. Everything starts being quiet and quiet and quiet and quiet. We were climbing up for about half an hour. It's very steep. And it is extremely dark. And we didn't have any flashlights. So I guided myself by touching in front of me with my hands, pulling away the different branches. So it was very difficult. But me and my two friends, we're chit-chatting, we're having fun. All of a sudden, we saw these three beautiful ladies coming out of the trees. All three of them, they have black, long hair and were dressing in a white, long gowns. And none of them had shoes. They make eye contact with us and they start calling us, but they never say anything, only with the hand gestures. Like telling us, follow us, follow us. So we start walking towards them to say hi to these three beautiful ladies. But they start walking backwards, getting away from us. It's very difficult to walk backwards in a mountain full of different trees, branches. I don't know how they were doing it. They never, never, never say a word to us. We ask them many times, what's your name? Why are you so quiet? Why you don't say anything back? But they never say anything, only with the hand gestures. We follow them for five, ten minutes. I start getting really, really nervous. Something starts telling me now, this is not right. A lot of memories came to my mind. And then I start to remember this thing that happened to my, to my brother when I was a kid. I was about 15. One day I was playing outside of my house with my sister, and then a dump truck arrives to the house. Umberto recognized the driver. It was a guy who worked at the local dam, and in the passenger seat was Umberto's older brother, Luis. My brother looked like he just saw a ghost. He looked like sick and very white. Once Umberto and his mom got Luis into bed, the driver told the family that he'd found him standing on the edge of the dam. He was about to jump in there. And he grabbed him by his shirt and pulled him out. My brother, he was talking uh, like in a different dialect. He was saying things that didn't make sense. And his eyes, it was like wide open. It was like possessed. When my mom saw my brother, she called una curandera. Somebody who does witchcraft, but the positive witchcraft to find out what happened to my brother. The curandera showed up to the house with herbs, holy water, 
and a rosary. She dresses with a long white dress. Her nails are pretty long and she has a lot of rings in her fingers. There is one candle in each corner of the room. We are all standing around the bed, my sister, my mom, and I, and we are all looking at my brother laying down on the bed. This lady was putting a lot of holy water in my brother and kind of like sweeping his body with herbs and saying a lot of prayers in a language that we couldn't understand because it's like an indigenous language. I am also praying. Padre nuestro que estás en los cielos, perdona nuestros pecados como nosotros perdonamos a quienes nos ofenden. No nos dejes caer en tentación y líbranos del mal. My brother is laying down in the bed, looking up the ceiling. His hands were down in a fist, like he was mad or something. He started like shivering. But then eventually he starts changing a little bit, blinking his eyes a little bit more. His hands were like more relaxed, more open. He started like coming back to himself little by little. The ceremony ends. The curandera says that she was going to cover his body with the holy water, and then she was going to cover his, his body and his face with a blanket. And then we need to leave the room and leave him by himself. And she stays inside with him for about 10 more minutes. And that's it. She walked outside the room and she said he's going to be okay. It took a few days, but eventually Luis started talking about what had happened at the dam. He said that he saw this beautiful lady, long hair, dressed in white, no shoes. She was telling him to jump. That's all he remembers. So according to the lady that my mom brought to do the cleansing of my brother, this lady who was telling my brother to jump, it was a witch. Now, as Umberto, Jairo, and Mauricio followed the three women into the woods, the story replayed in Umberto's head. And I couldn't help to think that the same was happening to us. My heart rate was going really fast. I was sweating. And I started telling my two friends, listen, this is not right. I think I'm going to go back down. Both of them were saying, no, what are you talking about? Don't you see how beautiful these girls are? Let's go with them. I say, no, man, I think I'm going to go down because something is is not right. They're going to take us away. They're going to do some kind of witchcraft or I don't know what. And as soon as I start saying that, the three ladies, their facial expression start changing. They start getting like mad. There was no more smile in their face. Jairo was willing to agree with me to get down on the mountain. He said, yes, man, I know. This is too weird. His facial expression, it was of fear. He was shaking. So I know that he was as scared as I was. 
Mauricio, he didn't want to come down with us. He started saying, no, you guys come with me, let don't go down yet. We tried to convince Mauricio to come back down with us. Mauricio, man, come on, let's go down. You know this is not right. But for some reason, he doesn't want to listen to us. I even hold him by his hand and he pushed me away. He said, no, you guys go down, I'm gonna go with them. We were trying to get down as fast as we could to try to find more people. We didn't want to be by ourselves. It was difficult because there is a lot of branches, like we got a lot of scratches in our face, in our bodies, trying to get down as fast as we could. And plus, it was dark, it was muddy. I was feeling that somebody was behind us. And I keep looking behind us, but no one was behind us. No one. I was thinking, oh God, please help us. Help me get down from this mountain. So at some point when we were getting almost at the bottom, we start seeing the light of the candles and start hearing a little bit the crowd. So that's when we start feeling a little bit more safe. We hug with my friend, we hug. We say, oh, thank God, we've, we're safe. But we were extremely worried for my other friend. So we went to Mauricio's house, hoping that he was there. And then we knock on the door. His mom opened the door and we asked for Mauricio and she said, no, he wasn't there. That he thought that he was with us. And his mother was very worried. Very worried. So I went home and told my mom what had happened, and she also was very worried. And she told me that she was going to call that lady to do a cleansing on me. I said, no, mom, it's not necessary. I just want to go to bed. So she made a cup of hot chocolate, hot cocoa for me, and then I went to bed. But it was coming to my head, those three ladies, and it was very hard to sleep. The next day, Umberto and Jairo went back to Mauricio's house, and his mom told them that he never came home. He didn't come back the next day either, or the one after that. Friends and family formed a search party, but a week went by, and Mauricio was still missing. Then, one morning, Umberto, Jairo, and some friends went to the park by Mauricio's house. And then I hear somebody calling my name, and I turn my head around, and it's Mauricio's sister. She said, oh, Mauricio had been found. I was very happy. I say, really, how's he doing? Where did you guys found him? She was telling me that a friend of the family found him. He was in a field laying down. It was a lot of mushrooms. 
where he was and he was like covered in cow's poop. We all went to his house to, to see what happened to him. We walk inside, he was on his bed laying down. He has scratches and his body, his face, his neck. We didn't know if those were fingernails scratches or from the branches. I tried to run to him to give him a hug. I said, how you doing, man? How do you feel? Like, what happened to you? Do you remember anything? My other friends, they tried to, to make jokes with him. Oh, yeah, you went to yourself with those three ladies. You're so lucky, blah, blah, blah. But it was no answer from him. He seems like a completely different person. He was very, very quiet. He didn't remember anything. He didn't make too much eye contact. One day, we went back to the park to play with my friends. All of a sudden, I see something walking towards us. And it was Mauricio. I saw him from the distance and they say, look who's coming. And my friends couldn't believe it, so we stopped playing. They said, welcome back, man, we miss you. It was a very nice moment because that means like he was coming back to being himself again. But he still did not remember anything that happened. Nothing, nothing. I never ever went back to the mountain again because it was very scary. I don't want to relive again the same situation. It's been about 28 years since that happened. So it's been a long, long, long time, but it's still in my memory like it was yesterday. I think that the next time that I'm going to Colombia, I'm thinking I'm going this year on the Holy Week, I may go up to the mountain again. But I'm going to go with the rest of the people. I'm not going to go by myself. I do believe that if I go the same way that I did back then, the same is going to happen. The three girls, I think they, they are waiting. They're waiting. Thank you, thank you, Umberto, for sharing your story with us. We wish you luck on your trip up the mountain. That original score was by Lalin St. Just. It was produced by Zoe Frigno. to ask you something very special because here at Spooked we're looking for a miracle and a miracle is one of those things that's hard to define but you know it when it happens so I'm asking if you or anyone you know has ever experienced an honest to goodness no question about it swear on your mama miracle 
if you have, I'd sure like to hear about it. I really would. Spooked at snapjudgment.org because there is nothing better than a spook story from a spook listener. If you need more spooked, know that the team is walking the shadow to uncover the mystery even now. Be afraid each and every week. Share this episode with someone you think needs to hear it. In fact, take a moment as a favor to me and send it to someone who doesn't believe anything. Send them your favorite spook story and ask them what do they think. If you like storytelling that can walk under the bright light of the day without shrieking from the touch of the sun, embrace our sister podcast at the amazing, stupendous snap judgment. It's storytelling with the beat on podcast platforms everywhere. that knows far better than to be lured off the path by some brightly colored shortcut. Except, of course, for Mark Ristich. He still thinks that leaving a trail of breadcrumbs are his safest bet. There's David Kim, Louis Frigno, Ann Ford, Eric Yanez, Teo Ducat, Marissa Dodge, Miles Lassie, Doug Stewart, Paulina Creaky, Elizabeth, Z. Pardue, Ditya Matu, and Lulu Jemima. The spook theme song is by Pat Masidi Miller. My name is Gun Washington. And we like to put fences around places. Hedges, roads, signs. There it is right there on the map. Marking it like a dog marks a tree, but just because a place might be five minutes away from a Walmart doesn't mean that spot is not in its own way wild. And wild just means it's going to do what it's going to do. Wild means it doesn't care about maintaining your illusion of control. Wild will let you know that this veneer of civilization is a fantasy, a story we tell to make ourselves feel better. The world is still wild. Place your head in the tiger's jaw if you want to, but don't be surprised when it reminds you that it is a tiger. You never stop being a tiger. We just stop remembering. One way I know to keep remembering is to never, ever, never, ever, never, ever, ever This story was summoned in the dark of night by KQED and PRX. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with the licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more 
at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.